Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig, joined as always by Jeff. And finally today, we're actually in the same room doing the podcast. It's been a couple weeks, but we're back and we have probably more to talk about today than I think we've had to talk about at all since we started this podcast. I tell you, not only have I missed your beautiful <laughs> sun braised face now, yes. but man, do we ever. Finally, all these trades went through, and it is exciting to actually see the landscape man, of the NFL right now. And it's still not even done. There's still more to come oh, that hasn't happened oh, yet. way and more. I don't even know. This is going to end up probably being a two-part episode. Oh, like, I don't think we can get all through this in one, one show. I couldn't believe how many people are trading hands, and a lot of things I did not see coming. No. That's, and that's, that's what's sure. the most exciting part about it. I things I thought were going to place or fall into place. Yep. It's totally different now. And now <laughs> things that like Jared Cook, just for example, yep. thought he was gonna be the golden goose in Green Bay, totally changed. Now he's uh now he might be irrelevant for me. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna be one of those things where I'm I'm super excited and now we're leading up to the draft. And it's starting to take form and it's really, really fun to look at. Yeah, it's just there's so so much here. It, I don't even know how we're going to get all through, through all of this. But we'll get going here in a minute. But make sure, you know, follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. We were out there giving you all these updates as they come, you know, as somebody signs, whoever, we'll have it out there. So follow us. You always get the up-to-date news there. Go to FantasyFootballProfit.com or even email us at FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. And we'll make sure we get back to you for that. All right, Jeff. I don't even know where to start on this. I'm gonna kind of go position. We should go position by position here, in a way. Sounds good. And we'll get to it. I mean, I think the most of the inform, like the wide receiver position, had the most. I feel like crazy news and people moving. But we'll save that here for a little bit. We'll just go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, kind of go like that. Start out with the quarterbacks. There's not as much with the quarterbacks. So we'll get the easier stuff out of the way, but there is still <laughs> some news. Say, a lot of unpacking sure. to do. As much as it might not be as many trades, and not the, as maybe the implications of this are huge. There, can start out like one of them. Brock Osweiler got traded, and uh, this. Dude, how excited are you? Finally, dude. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins might yeah. actually come back into relevance. <laughs> now he actually might be well, a, a top a second. A second, you know, yeah, he's round gonna, guy. Especially if it's Romo. And, especially. And it's looking and it's more look- and more. It's, it's, we've talked about it for so long. It's going to be Houston or Denver. It's going to be Houston or Denver. Yeah. It's, and it feels like it's leaning towards I, Houston. I was going to say, it's gonna, it looks like he's going to get Houston. Yeah. I still think that Denver is a better fit for him. But, um, dude, if, if Houston's ready to pay Romo or giving, you know, give Dallas what they need. Yeah, Dallas needs to release him. They're not, they're not going to get anything out of this. No. They're trying to I, hold off and trade him. And, I honestly get... If they could get a sixth rounder, it looks like I mean, like yeah. just get the money off the books and and kind of part amicably. But dude, DeAndre Hopkins with Romo, um, it opens up even it helps every facet of that that offense. They could be a really good team with Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Tony Romo with that defense with JJ Watt and Clowney. Man, <laughs> every single I mean, yeah, the defense is gonna be fine either way, but every facet of that offense and you hit on them. DeAndre Hopkins obviously takes the hugest upswing, right? Compared to last year. So we saw what he could do his you know, the first years. Um his this year, 
who is a shell of himself because of Osweiler. And now if Romo comes in, he legitimately could be a top 10 guy. That is the biggest upswing of anyone that I could see if yep. Romo comes. Oh, yeah. Will Fuller takes a huge jump up too his sophomore yep. year with that speed and Romo being the quarterback he is, even if he doesn't have the arm strength he used to, he will still be able to get the ball to him ahead of time and give him options in the open field. Will Fuller could be a huge guy as well. So it just, it does. And then running game as well. I'm not a huge, I don't believe you are either, not a huge believer in in what they have going at the moment. Um, But obviously you have to think it's an uptick because they have to open up. Mm. It would have been the same way for Denver. And I really do feel bad for Denver because I thought Demarius (laughs) Thomas was going to be the DeAndre Hopkins if if Roma if it turns out the way we say maybe maybe he still will go to Denver. I just it feels like it's going to be Houston, and it just makes sense. It's in Texas. I just feel like Roma wants to go to Houston. Yeah, just, uh, I mean everything I heard, it seems like that's the way it's yeah. going to go. And so even the other then the other part of this trade, Osweiler part, Cleveland actually made a genius move here, like yeah. absolutely genius move. They got Houston to give them a second round pick to take on Osweiler's salary. Exactly, and, and they might just they release have it. to. They have to yeah. pay that money anyway. They have to hit, meet a salary floor. This is what, so it's this just is a genius thing. move. The Unpa- are smart. Maybe. Unpacking <laughs> this incredibly, like farther into the thing. What about and because this is part of it, right? They decided not to go after Pryor as hard as they should have. Yep. I think because I think Pryor is a very very good wide receiver that could yep. be on the other side of Coleman. What do you think about that? Because. That money could have been put towards him. And I don't even think they're going to hit their, their cap or anything. So do you think that they're kind of saying, hey, you're you're too old, yeah. you're still a work in progress? What do you think about that? I think it's all about that. I think it's all about age. The way this new front office for the Browns, they've been, what, here two years now? And this is kind of, a, what, 28-year-old wide receiver? I think that's what he is. He is 28, yeah. I think they... They know they're not going to contend in the next year or two. Here, they're not. Re- they're they're not trying to. So that he's too he's too far beyond that. I believe they don't want him at that age. I mean, it just I th- that's pretty much what it is. And he's already beyond the peak age of wide receivers. I just saw this on Twitter the other day. I can't remember where it was exactly, but I believe wide receiver peak was around like twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. I don't and doubt that, but you he, do have to admit he's that. different. Yeah, but he hasn't as much. Wear and tear, and he's a tall wide receiver. Which, let's be honest, they just do better in the long run. We, I mean, we're seeing we're going to more and more, but like you can't compare him to the greats because you know obviously he's not. But at the same time, like tall wide receivers play long into their careers, and it's I'm trying to think of someone that's not just you know Hall of Fame caliber. But Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss, um, even Brandon Marshall is a large wide receiver, and he's going long into it. Um, Fitzgerald, and once again, these are the great guys. But it's yeah. hard to pick out people that aren't. But um, I think they're probably so, just they're they're okay with Corey Coleman, and they just signed Kenny Britt. And I think that's I think they're fine with that. Yeah. Do you know how much they how much Kenny Britt I'm was? Not sure I know it's contract so, there. It's hard to yeah. uh, to ask you right off the bat. Yeah, I'm not because I don't know sure either. But, did, but because I'm okay know, with that. Yeah, but I know Pryor is going to go for. What is he going? Eight million. Eight million, I think, for a one year deal. So I assume Britt went for considerably less, Probably, like four million yeah. or something like that. So yep. I mean so I don't mind that. And I think this is the first time that I actually agree with the the moves that the Browns are making. I just have no idea who their quarterback's gonna be. Because I don't think I think they're, I think they're gonna release Osweiler and they and Griffin's gone. Let's be honest, so who well, if they do release <laughs> Osweiler, Kessler, do they actually get any money back if they release Osweiler? 
No, they Dude, pretty much why, take the entire hit, but they don't care. I'll be honest. Why wouldn't you at this point, unless you're actually developing someone? Yep. Dude, throw Play Osweiler out there for a year. For a year. Yeah. It, and then who knows? Really? Maybe, maybe he actually turns into something decent. But Maybe they got a second round pick and a decent quarterback. This is my thing. <laughs> who gives a shit what, who the quarterback is there? Because yeah. you're not going to win, right? They're not trying to. So you draft these top defensive guys, and then you put the pieces in place in order to win in three years. That's really what it is. So you don't need a quarterback this first year. So if you draft a guy and put him behind Osweiler, which probably would be better than throwing him out there, yep. um, I think that's the way to go. And you never know. Osweiler might be – he's not going to be fantasy relevant. It's just not going to happen. And he's probably going to hurt Coleman and whoever else, you know, and Britt. But at the same time, he's probably better than a rookie. Oh, yeah. So I have no problem with it. I, I love what they're doing for the first time in – I don't know. Ever since <laughs> yeah, I've known the Browns, I've, yeah, exactly. First time I've ever agreed with them. So that's actually fun to see, and that is a very smart move for them yep. to just eat the money, yeah. take the second round pick, and improve their team. It's wonderful. Finally, and some other quarterbacks. Mike Glennon oh. is the new Bears starting quarterback. We talked about okay. Glennon, I think, a while back, and we we're like, what? This is the opposite of the Browns. <laughs> the The Bears went the opposite way. Where I yeah. just can't get behind them. Glennon. I, I agree. He has a lot more upside than Osweiler. Um, maybe they know something I do not because even but this isn't a move you make if you're going to draft. They're not going to draft a quarterback. I feel like they, and I'm young, glad he's I'm young glad. enough. But you're paying him. You're paying him Starter good money, money. He's like 14 yeah. million, I believe, somewhere around there. Exactly. But I guess my, this is my thing. Who who else are you going to get? Because you're going to have to pay someone that money. So you might as well take a chance on Glennon. I guess I don't hate it, but at the same time. It, I, does, it doesn't make me happy. And I think the way the deal is structured, it kind of is pretty much. It's mainly maybe a two-year deal at the most, one year. they get If he's terrible, they get rid of him. Yeah. This they is know. the thing about this trade, um, or not trade, but signing. Uh, I feel like with Cutler, say, if you, if you had Cutler, it kind of keeps everything out of balance where I think that um, White would have a little more value coming off of his injury, and I think it would help the running back situation a little more where you have to uh, – kind of take into account that you can pass deep down the field. With Glennon, I'm not sure. It could do the exact same thing, but you're not sure. So now, as far as a fantasy value, I'm starting to have these second like downs. Like I'm still going to draft Howard early. I still love Howard. Um, White has very little value to me at this point. That, that's where my problem comes in. With, I mean, with Glennon, too, his numbers are okay. Over his career, he started 18 total games, so I mean, just a little more than a full season. He's thrown for 4,100 yards, 30 touchdowns, 15 picks. It's not bad. I mean, so what? It's actually really good for a young And that's with 18 starts. So that's, but that's how, through how many years? That's He's been in the league actually four seasons now. Okay. He's, his rookie year, he started 13 games. His second year, he started five games, and then he's only played in two games since what, then. What did he do his rookie year? His rookie season, he started 13 games. He had... 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 9 picks. It's actually really it's not good. not bad for a rookie. For a rookie, that's really good. With, with not a very good team. So, and he was, that's, who was that, Tampa? Tampa, yeah. That, and that's before, that's, that has to be before Mike Evans there, too, at that point. So Yeah. That's, you know, that's not bad. That's very good. It, it's it, very good. And you understand why they would, if you're going to take a risk on someone, he's, he's worth taking yep. a risk on. Yep. And that's, 
I, he, I guess if it's only a one year deal, why not? If they're not, if they have nowhere else to go. I mean, what? Yeah. Instead of they got rid of Cutler, that's fine. You don't. What are you going to do? Sign RG three years? No, you don't want no. those kind of guys. No, so. and I. So that's why I have no problem with it. I just think for fancy value, it just it hinders me in drafting Bears players. The only other thing I would have maybe wouldn't have mind them doing is maybe keeping Brian Hoyer and having him be their starter. But yeah, and Hoyer would have been a. He ended up going to San Francisco. He signed with the 49ers. Oh, and so Hoyer if, in for another another brutal year. Buddy. I think I think they're going to have Hoyer be their starting quarterback this year. In between, before they get Cousins, they, they, <laughs> that's kind of what it and looks they should like. they should. I think Hoyer is a perfectly acceptable starter. Yeah. Um, not saying you're going to win necessarily with Hoyer, and I, I love my boy from State, but at the same time, um, he puts up decent numbers. He makes good decisions. But who do you really have there in wide receiver? That's that's the thing. He's gonna have no help with Pierre Garcon. That's who they have now. They finally signed someone, but <laughs> at the same time, um, that, that's it's such lackluster to me. Marquise Goodwin, they just signed oh, John. Um, yeah. So I mean, the only person I still like on that after the moves they made is, you know, Carlos Hyde. Yo. And you're just praying to God that they give him enough passing, you know, so they can open it up a little bit to give him, and he stays healthy. So. And then some other new Tyrod Taylor staying with Buffalo. They did make the smart decision there and decide to Good. keep him. Yeah, I'm which, wondering if he's going to be angry about that whole situation though, because I would be pissed. I think they realize there's this quarter. I mean, the quarterback market was like Mike Glennon and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like so, well, which made me wonder why in the world did the, I mean? Is that more of a media thing? But yeah, why in the no, world no. would this turn into such a dispute? Because you and me talked about it before. As soon as I came up, we're like. Let's look at his numbers. We looked at him, and they were good. And he was a good quarterback for them. And you're wondering, why would you let this go on as long as you would? Because these guys get really jaded. And you've seen this happen multiple times where now it's like he's going to be looking for like a one-year kind of, yeah, you know, like I play and then I get the kind of heck out of Dodge. Yeah, it says he has it's a two-year contract. But only one million dollars is guaranteed after the season. So that's crazy. So, I mean, but that's but that's with him too. So he couldn't obviously find uh, a Probably, major yeah. buyer outside of it, which is kind of crazy compared to Glenn. <laughs> yeah. These guys actually like making Taylor's bank. making fourteen point five million, basically the same as Glennon, and he's actually proved it a little bit. Yeah, and he's got he's got wheels behind him too. He can run. He can make the difference, but. You know, you kind of know. That's that's the thing. People love kind of the potential of people. So, And the other thing is the Jets. And what are they going to do with their quarterback spot? Because Fitzpatrick's gone. They're not starting Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg. Dude. It seems like every free agent quarterback that's still out there is being tied to, you know, tied to the Jets. And it's, it, I think it's going to be Cutler. That's what it kind of seems like. But then there's also uh, the Eagles just released Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, he actually requested his release. And for the Eagles, they um, re-signed Nick Foles to be their backup. So he's going to be backing up Wentz. And so Daniel, they actually gave – he had $12 million guaranteed contract last year to be a backup. Wow, that's and, a lot. But he, he requested his release, and now it sounds like the Jets are one of those teams that could be looking at him. So the Jets also talked to Josh McCown. Oh, <laughs> like, God. It's <laughs> how long has that guy been around? It's been a while. The guy's thirty-seven years old. Oh man, good for him. And, but I feel bad for Chase Daniels. He's, he was. I, I don't. Had, I don't know if he's gonna be good. I he's don't know never if he's shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he would be a good well, starter. But he was a good college quarterback. I almost feel like I, if I were the Jets, I, if you could get him to a one-year smaller deal, I'd almost give him a shot for one year. 
I almost in a way. You yeah. know, this the problem with it, he's still a kind of a short I feel like he's a uh he's a people or he's a guy that people thought could be more like a Drew Brees. Obviously he's yeah. not gonna be as accurate. Drew Brees is, you know, unbelievable in that, but like shorter guy that can make good throws and has a pretty decent arm or whatever, but I don't know. I, and the Jets, it's such a bad situation to come into. It is. I mean, Brandon Marshall left, and I know we totally, completely rocked on Brandon Marshall, which deservedly so. But now he's in a situation where I have to elevate his stock again, and it kills me. But being a Jets quarterback, you are going to completely take it on the chin. I mean, you are you have no weapons to work with right now. You have Decker, assuming he comes – you know, back from an injury, but after that, who do Quincy you have? Quincy Anunua, Robbie Anderson—that's what they got. <laughs> you gotta kid me, right? So it's, it's that's really rough. I mean, you can lean on the run game a little bit, but it doesn't mean you're going to put up numbers. So I mean, and Cutler there, I think that would probably be the best fit for the Jets because they still do have a pretty good defense. So could they actually win games with him if some coach got him in line and stopped making him? Yep. Are you gonna? stop make Cutler you know are you gonna have Cutler stop making bad decisions down the stretch of a game probably not it's been too many years no one's been able to do it I'm not gonna be excited about any of those fantasy options on that team I feel like no matter what getting away from just for a moment do you actually like if you were just front office what decision would you make for Honestly, quarterback? I feel like I would try to get Chase Daniel on a nothing one-year deal and just, just see if there's see. anything there. Because you know Cutler, even if he has a good year, I mean, what's it going to be? It's going to be a one decent year. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. They're not going to mm-hmm. – so what, they're just going to have an okay year, maybe even sneak into the playoffs and lose in the first round and then not get a draft. I don't know. Just, I so like, would you would you draft – if you drafted a rookie quarterback, would you throw him into the fire? See, that's where I – Maybe, maybe if you're going to draft, maybe you do go the color route and you get one year thing. Well, I mean, you could do that with Chase Daniels too, like you see, said. See, I, I feel like I would like to see what Chase Daniel could do. So you do Chase Daniel? Would you draft a young rookie? Not in the first round, then. Not then in the may, first round. Maybe, maybe, you know, third rounder or something. They, mm-hmm. They've done this the last couple of years with Hackenberg and Petty, and it doesn't seem like any of them I mean, are working it, out. It bit him, bit him bad with Geno Smith, so. They might be pretty risk adverse at this point with the quarterback, which they should. Every team should, honestly. God, it's just these, this quarterback, the money is just ridiculous. Like, well, that's the problem. Is like you have to pay them <laughs> starter money yeah. well, even, when they haven't. They don't deserve it. Looking, Foles just signed that deal with the Eagles to be the backup. Two years, eleven million to be a backup. Eleven million dollars for two years. Like uh, they're just making yeah seven million guaranteed just to be a backup quarterback. It's just like unreal. Yeah, I mean, but quarterback is always a position you're going to have to pay for. And that's just the unfortunate part of it. I mean, Tampa was ready to pay Glennon to be the highest paid backup ever. Yeah. Now he's, you know, now he's with the Bears. Quarterback is that important. (laughs) I mean, it really, I mean, obviously it is. But at the same time, it, it, it just shows you why even. You know, teams like the Patriots who pay no one, yep. and they have Tom Brady. But at the same time, why that is a position they will pay for every single time. Yep. And now we just got to wait and see what happens with Romo. It's, that's I, dude, I can't wait for that one. I mean, whoever gets him is going to win the lottery. You're just assuming he stays healthy, though. Yep. Like, I, would, I, I can't wait to hear how he's developing as far as the physical aspect in his back because that's the one that it's not like – coming back from an ACL or something like that. For a quarterback, right? You don't have to move around a whole lot. This is your back. You take one blindside hit, and it can completely shatter you. Oh, yeah. And if that happens, 
Houston goes back to being Tom really Savage irrelevant real quick again. <laughs> they, I think it sounds like they're going to draft a quarterback no matter what happens, which they should do. They point. should, but who are you going to get? Not first round. It'd be, it's going to be those later round guys. Yeah, but and, exactly. But who are you going to get in those rounds? You're no not going to get anyone that can play for a couple maybe, years. Maybe, unless you get a Dak Prescott again. Unless, I mean, unless I, there's I guess Dak so. Prescott number two out there. I don't see That's anyone rare. at the moment, but <laughs> yeah, I get your point. I mean, it could be. Who knows? All right. Let's talk about some running backs. And the basically the big news of running back is Eddie Lacy signed with the Seahawks. Didn't see that coming. No, this is why it got quiet for a moment. Like yeah, We kept saying that. Yeah. We thought we were, he was going to be with Green Bay. Yep. This is a one-year deal, but he makes $5.5 million, and this says this puts him in the top 10 running backs paid in his position. Does that mean he's their starter? Is that starter money? He's, that's top 10 back. In I think this is this is split money with Rawls, the way I see it. This is okay. What is this for fantasy? Like, is this a? I think this is bad news. For, oh, this is terrible news for, for every like because I like Lacey terrible news for us. I like good him. news for Seattle. Like, I think this is just it's bad news for. I mean, maybe not Lacey likes to deal, but for his, his potential fantasy value, it's bad news. Rawls definitely drops. Procise is nothing now. Nothing. Um, well, there's, <laughs> which is I think it's good because I I didn't trust Procise anyway, but. The way they're talking about him, it sounds like they want him to be this big bruising back. They don't want him to cut weight or anything. Which makes me believe that at best, um, he's lead back, right? At yeah. the very best. He probably takes seventy percent of the the you know, the carries. At worst, he's gonna steal a bunch of goal line carries from Rawls and try to keep him healthy. So I'm thinking Eddie Lacey would have been better off for fantasy value in Green Bay. But I think he's, his value for fantasy could still be very, be there, very yeah. relevant. It depends on how high his stock is, and I cannot get a bearing yeah. right now of what people think or how high he's going to go. If people think he's going to be a split back, I think it actually could be very, very good. Um, if they think he's primary back, all of a sudden... I'm out of the race. I just yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't. It's interesting. I don't even know. I, we're we're going to see what's going on, and it's going to be a wait till training camp and see what's really going on with these guys. And if Lacey comes in in shape, it says apparently at one of his free agent visits, he had a couple visits. I think he might have visited Minnesota. I don't remember every that. year. Dude. He came in at he was one of the visits. He weighed in at two sixty seven. Every year, dude, it, comes, <laughs> it just comes two, in where like, he's just this. I mean, what was his name? I I can't remember. But it's pretty much like. Fat Eddie yeah. Lacy, like that you was his name. So you just wonder. And Rawls is a back that I truly believe can get the job done. Yep. If and obviously they worry about his health. I mean that's yep. got to be the signing of this because that's a legitimate amount of money for one year. But for an NFL team, that's not a big deal. If you're willing, the fact that he was willing to take one year has to make me believe that Green Bay was not willing to meet that anywhere near it. And what does this mean for Green Bay? Is it- <laughs> I, who they got? They got Ty Montgomery and Kristen Michael. Is that what their their back situation is right now? Yeah, they're going to draft one. Delvin I, Cook. I believe they're going to draft one. And Christian I, McCaffrey. I truly believe it's Christian McCaffrey, and I think yeah. he would be wonderful. And Delvin Cook is wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but I think Delvin Cook will go before them. Yeah. I think Christian McCaffrey in the first round would be wonderful for them. I think they could plug him in, and I think he would be great catching balls too. I I truly believe if he goes to Green Bay. I would be willing to really ride that train pretty hard and, and invest a considerable amount of money in that that yeah. role. It's it's gonna be interesting. 
I I don't think they care. I don't think they're too concerned about losing Lacey though. No, I, I think they like after last year when they could throw in Montgomery. I feel like they can. They feel like they can throw whoever in there. It's not. Gonna, it's not going to be a big deal. They don't. Whatever. Let's try it. I think what they McCaffrey would be perfect. Exactly. And I think yes. that's their big thing. I think Eddie Lacey being the big back he is yep. is wonderful. But I think they realize he doesn't fit their scheme. So it would be much better to get a back that can do multiple things that can be utilized that way. Yep. Um, then it would be to have Eddie Laser where you're like, okay, in a short yardage situation, this is the guy you give it to. Like, it doesn't make sense for them. So, I, I mean, I applaud him for, for kind of seeing the bigger picture, but it does scare me because you're also kind of rolling the dice. And we saw that, and some points in these games, they really did need a legitimate back, yep. which makes me believe that, like, McCaffrey or someone they're going to draft. And there's all these other big-name running backs that, there's basically three big name running backs out there that we've no idea what's going, to, and all of them have visited Seattle too. We're going to Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson, Latavius Murray. Peterson actually visited with Seattle on like Sunday or Monday, and obviously nothing happened from that, and they went with Lacey. But that's the only visit we've known for Adrian Peterson. Like there hasn't been, there was some rumors of Raiders. I heard he hasn't visited with them. I don't know what's going to happen with Peterson. It, I don't either. I mean, maybe the Raiders would be the good situation for him because I think he could go in there and actually be the starter. How many other situations are there where he's going to be the starter? Well, my Green Bay? No, yeah, that's not well, happening. I don't I think, think it's. I mean, this it would, year, I think it would, yeah. but I haven't heard. There's been nothing with that. I feel like this year he, he could go into a lot of situations to be the starter. I have a feeling that every single team is saying, hey, we want to give you a one year deal. Oh, yeah. And he wants, a, I, I assume he wants like a three, like something legitimate yep. where. Everyone is willing to give him money, and I assume that's why Seattle was like, we have Rawls. Yep. If, as long as he stays healthy, he can be the guy. We're willing to give you a one-year deal. Will you do that? And Eddie Lacy's like, yeah, and Peterson's probably like, no. Yep. So, I mean, and the same thing in in Oakland, right? Like, I'll give you a one-year deal, and you can be he's the man. Only, I'll, give you, I'll give you $8 million. Yeah, but we have these two guys behind you. I think, so, I think, I think that's the be, big deal right now. I think Oakland could be a good situation for him. At least fantasy wise, I think that could be the best one. He only has to beat out Richard in Washington. I think he would do that. Oh, easily. Make but I don't problem. think he'll put up the same numbers. No, in no. Oakland but like, I think that's still going to be his best actual fantasy position for this year. I don't think he's going to put up great numbers to pretty much anywhere. And it doesn't. It, no, I just because don't see I don't, it. he's just he's going to be on a team that's not a big run. You know, not a big running team. It's not like you're going to go to and. Thank God. Like, I haven't seen him visit Dallas or anything. Because <laughs> that I, that just made no sense to me, so I'm glad that that's not going to be a thing. Yeah, but, I haven't heard a thing about that anymore. And the, the only one that, um, and not to jump down the list, but the only other one that I thought would have been kind of interesting is if New England gave him, you know, because if Blount can do it, I assume AP can be the very, yep. very same yeah. thing. And he did very, very well, obviously. Top 10, whatever. But now they got Rex Burkhead. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Because I, I personally, I, I've i never thought that much of Burkhead. I don't know that much had, about him. He had him. that big game, what, week 17 this year. It, that's pretty much it. But, obviously, they like something there. Yeah. So, do you think he's going to be, like, the main back there? And then you, you throw, I mean, same thing they do with everything, right? Yeah. They have a million running backs. They throw in white. They throw in whoever. Do you think he's, fantasy-wise, do you think he's going to be relevant? I don't. I don't think I would trust any of the New England backs, no matter what. I don't. Okay, so it doesn't it, change it, no. anything, really. 
I think it's just they like white running backs. <laughs> I mean, is that why they signed him? They got a white running just, back. Like, the, the racist team. I mean, <laughs> Belichick really—he's going to have his whole team be white, isn't he? <laughs> well, well, we'll know if like if McCaffrey goes there. <laughs> no, I mean he had he had that one big game at the end of the year there, but I mean other than that, he had three hundred and forty-four yards on the season. I mean, that's his whole career has been eighty-seven carries for three hundred and seventy-five yards. 4.3 yards per carry. That's all. I mean, that's what he's done. He has. There's nothing. There's. He hasn't done much. There's nothing to go off of yet. And that one big game, I guess, was. It wasn't even. It was fantasy wise. It was a big game because he had two touchdowns. But it was. It was 27 carries for 119 yards. Do you, Do you happen to know the kind of contract that he got from New England? I have not seen. Actually, I could probably figure that out here. Um, I don't. No, I have not actually. I haven't seen it at all. I don't think it's going to be much. That's just what I was wondering because it might just be the fact that they were able to get him on a deal and Blount there wouldn't, right? And yep. we all know that they use multiple running backs, so you're not going to pay someone that you're not going to absolutely need. Yep. So I'm thinking that might be more of the reason that they got him, knowing that, hey, we can plug in any of these guys. We can plug in any wide receiver, really. But we can't plug in a Gronk. We can't plug in a Tom Brady. Nope. These are the guys we give the money to. Let's amp up our D like we always do. And um, and we pretty much just put the money to the best use. And that's what why New England is competitive all these years. They don't give ridiculous contracts to no. anyone. So I think that might be the thing. So if he has a smaller contract. And I'm sure he does. I haven't, yeah. seen, I haven't seen any numbers. But so he's no going to be a guy they throw in there. There's going to be three running backs that do the deal. And um, – and none of them. If he doesn't, be- if he doesn't produce, they won't play him because that's just the way they work. And you got to respect a team that really, really knows the you know the formula for winning, and absolutely they do. That's one thing I have not uh, talking about New England and running backs. Blunt, I've heard nothing about him visiting anybody about his potential teams. He go. I've heard literally nothing about Blunt except that he's probably not going back to the Patriots. Other than that, I've heard nothing. I don't, I don't about know where, where he could go. I don't know where he would go either. No, no idea. Like I've, I've, there's just no news I've really seen. I don't. I think he's just going to be waiting around for a while. Where, where do you think that he would actually be a good fit in this scheme right now? I don't think any. I don't like him. Honestly, I'm not the biggest Legarrette Blunt fan, so I don't even know what kind of team that would work. At. I mean, shoot, maybe. Maybe he's the big back the Packers need for a cheap nothing deal that he's, he's not going to be a starter. He's just going to be a goal line back. That would actually be a good fit. That's, I mean, as long as he's willing to take that one. And that's that one-year deal, right? I feel like Green Bay does need that kind of back. They have, I mean, I was Montgomery and they have Kristen Michael. They're not that goal line pounded in back. I mean, maybe they'll just use Ripkowski, I guess. Maybe that. I mean, what does this say about the running back situation in the NFL, though? Like, no one is, no one is willing to pay for anyone. No. They're not at all. Like, yeah, if you think that Eddie Lacy just got that five point five million dollar deal to be a top ten paid running back, Nick Foles it's a just one got one year deal. Nick, Nick Foles just got the same money to be a backup yeah. quarterback. I mean, like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, at the same time, it's quarterback compared to running back. But at the same time, like five million dollars, and that's against you know the I mean, cap. Pierre right? Garcon's getting more money out there than that. Yeah, like, Pierre Garcon. <laughs> right. It, that's it's crazy. It is crazy, and it just shows you and. I mean, and just to go to another one, I mean, we also haven't even talked about Charles. Yeah, and he's actually going to be visiting Seattle tomorrow, apparently. Still, that visit is still happening. And, yes. Can you imagine if they God, did? If like, they did. I, I, I think they're probably going through the visit because, because but... That'd be four legitimate running backs, right? I don't think it's going to happen, but... I mean... 
Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. First what, of all, if Charles really is, he's a different back than Lacey and Rollins. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. If he really is healthy again, and yeah. he could do a lot of the things he used to be able to do, someone will pay him a lot of money because yep. he he is a difference maker. But I can't imagine he has the same kind of you know agility that he used to. If right. he does, that would be amazing. And that's the only team that he's really been linked to so far is the that Se- Seahawks visit tomorrow. You know, that's it. Which is not a good sign for him. Which I assume does it means that hey, he no one has been impressed with the kind of physicality that he's yep. been able to progress with. Because there's so many teams that would be willing to pay him, especially like like we keep talking about for a one year deal when you have that cap. I mean, man, any of them. I mean, Green Bay Lions, Vikings starting to need someone like if you really have a difference maker that can catch the ball and really get into space like that. Man, I mean, you would be willing to pay him, especially to prove that he can stay healthy. Yep. The fact that no one wants to meet with him at the moment is really, really terrifying for him. So I really do hope that he finds a, a home somewhere. He might have to take a huge pay cut in order just to be a, a backup yep. and try to figure it out. But he's already getting up there in age for a running back. He's had two major injuries. He's not going to get a big deal. He's going to get a one-year small deal. He's going to have to take yeah. that if he wants to keep playing. I don't and then, know where that's going to be. The other Latavius Murray. I was going to say, the last one we can talk about. And he was going to sound like he was going to visit Seattle, but that's out of the picture now. Yeah. But he has but visited. But he's a young guy that doesn't have a whole lot of injury. Yep. And he is a very, very talented, like, physically gifted running yep. back. Where in the world is he going to go? Well, so far he's visited, he's visited Jacksonville and he's visited Minnesota so far. Those are the two teams, Jacksonville and Minnesota, which... Either Seem one like of both those, he could be their starter. I mean, because in Jacksonville, TJ Yeldon hasn't really done much, and Chris Ivory, I don't even know if he's going to be on the team. And then Minnesota, obviously, it's Jarek McKinnon. That's that's what Minnesota has, because actually Matt Asiata is a free agent, and they haven't even re-signed him. So if he goes to either of those you know, teams, is he fantasy relevant in your eyes? I think so. I think if he goes to either one, he could be fantasy relevant. I think Minnesota maybe more than Jacksonville. I agree. But... I think Minnesota could be the better fit. I think he would beat out McKinnon. McKinnon's had all the chances in the world, and he just hasn't. Yeah. To me, it doesn't matter shown. how athletic you are. Just he's just not a. I he's, feel like he's not an NFL running back. And he, McKinnon McKinnon should be a backup. You know, I feel like he should be like a slot wide receiver. That's what I feel like. <laughs> and Murray, maybe that is the fit, but there really hasn't been any strong indication he, the, that he's going to go to Minnesota or Jacksonville or anything. That's just the only two visits he's had. Yeah. I could Minnesota. I would like. I think that'd be a good fit. I, I think he'd do, be fantasy too. relevant there. I think he's a he's a poor man's version of AP in a way. You no, know I mean yeah. like big, fast, strong. So I think in their blocking scheme and the way that they play, especially not having a huge down the field presence, I think they would give him enough carries where he would be relevant. Yeah. Jacksonville scares me a little bit because you know how pass heavy they can get, and you know you don't really know if Yeldon is impressing the coaching staff, and if Ivory comes back that. He could steal a ton of carries from him as well because he's he he did all right in this stat. Um, so yeah, I like Minnesota as an idea, but that's only for fantasy value. So yeah, I, I think I'm Minnesota basically he's going to go where whoever pays him because I don't. I think, think that's gonna what he's going to do yeah. too. But and there, I don't feel like there's a lot out there. He's not. These running either. backs aren't getting big big no, deals. It's just scary. It's just scary for running backs. <laughs> you know, I think I think he. I have a feeling he's going to end up in Minnesota. I just have that feeling, and I, I think it'd be a good fit for him. Then the other running backs we got, we have what? Danny Woodhead signed with Baltimore. Dude, I 
first of all, I not for fantasy, but I love the fact that Woodhead went to the Ravens. I think that would be great. Um, I'll tell you, I, I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say about Woodhead. Um, and I think they, he can really help them. I think last year, you keep trying to put in place these running backs that are going to be all-inclusive kind of backs, and you saw that they never really produced. And, yep. you know, we, we really wanted it. <laughs> you saw us talking about um, uh, who, is, uh, who are the backs there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, That's just the no-name guys. But um, Dixon. Dixon, which West. never, which never, you know, did anything really. And now he's suspended for four games for PEDs or something. Yes, and the other guy, Terrence West. Thank you. West. I'm just oh not, my god! And West was the guy I really, really wanted to do well because he showed glimpses of it, and I love how I didn't even remember his name. That shows how good he was. But um, it, he really did show glimpses, but he could never really solidify himself. And Woodhead. He could really carve out away from himself because you saw how relevant he was when a back went down in San Diego, and he is great catching the ball, and he yep. can really make things happen in that middle ground. He can get touchdowns that way. So he he's kind of one of those sneaky ones, depending on how yeah. late he goes, yep. where if you get him, he could be relevant. Yep. So I really do like that. Yeah, I do too. Um, maybe and now I'm wondering, how much does that help? Melvin Gordon, just oh, in San Diego. Like oh, I tell you, I, I breathe like a bigger, sigh of relief yeah, right? knowing that Isn't I that can keep news? and I have Gordon on one of my teams, yeah. and I can keep him. That was the golden goose that like left the because Woodhead steals those yeah. goal line passes that Gordon really really solidified his yeah. value with. So I am so glad yeah. that happened. I, th- I think that's the bigger fantasy news out of all of it. I do too. It Gordon really is, is. going to be a stud again. And I, I like Woodhead. I think he'll be solid enough. And I yeah, I mean, Terrence West, West, he's just Terrence West is just that. He's just yeah. what he's he just didn't get it done. I don't know what to expect from Terrence West. And I, I don't have, especially with Woodhead going there and stealing more more opportunity from him. Yep. West is completely off my radar, if you ask me. Um, Dixon. Doesn't have hold a lot of weight either. I think Woodhead. If I'm being honest, I think he's the best value on that team, uh, running back wise. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's where we'll cut this one off. Talking about quarterbacks, running backs. I think we ran out of all running backs to talk about for this one. So I think that's a good spot to end before we get into the wide receivers. So we'll get wide receivers and tight end talk on the next episode, which will be out in just two days. And we'll get everything there. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Make sure you check out fantasyfootballprofit.com. Also, email us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And we will talk to you guys next time.